Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Hi everyone, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Sometimes Good, Sometimes <laughs> Shit podcast. I'm Wally. And I'm Hanya. And what was that one? What was, what was the last one? Um, you know how in the last week's episode we mentioned that when a, a, a tidbit of yours, a trait of yours is when you're upset or something's wrong, you can see it in your eyes. Yeah. Your eyes are so watery right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm not even upset. Yeah, but there's some there, your demeanor has changed, and I, and this it's different to what no, it normally is. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't think anything is okay. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, I'm sorry that I uh, look like I've watered my <laughs> eyes. <I guess. laughs> I'll try to improve by the end of this episode. No, that's okay. It's good. It's a good um. It's a good trait to have because then you know your people in your life can easily tell if something's wrong. Oh, okay. But then you but can't no, have a that a good, That's not good for me. Yeah. Well, it's not good for you, but it's good for people in your life. Okay. I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, that leads on to something we're going to talk about today. Okay. You saying that you're going to try and improve and be better by the end of the episode? Well, one of the topics we want... Well, basically, the only topic we wanted to talk about today was this whole idea of trying to always improve yourself and be better and how we are boycotting that idea. Well, okay. I am. I don't know about you. I am in mixed mind, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, great. Should wow, what a great lead-in. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, should we start off with how your week was, Sonia? My week was... No, I did my week last time first, so you, you, your turn to do your I'm week. doing the week first? Yeah. Okay, my week was good. It was very tiring. I feel like I said the same thing last week as well, but anyways, uh, this week was interesting. I went to Canberra for a couple of days, so one of my colleagues, slash more so my friend, <laughs> Rami... <laughs> <laughs> had a project in Wagga and uh so Wagga is about two and a half hours from Canberra so he wanted to stay in Canberra and he said do you want to join I said yeah why not free accommodation free trip why not uh I used to live in Canberra for a couple of years well I say a couple couple it, was, it yeah. wasn't even two <laughs> it wasn't even two uh in case no one knows this about me but yes I used to live there so I was like yeah good opportunity to go see people there uh see my old manager who I'm still still in contact with you know he's a good guy I like to see him every once in a while so I was like yeah why not Rami let's do it it was a good trip overall it was very, very tiring though. Like I think because I used to live in Canberra and I used to only travel between Sydney and Canberra like once a month and I used to stay a couple of days in Sydney or and then it would be there. And then when I got to Canberra, I was like there for like three weeks. It didn't feel that bad. Whereas just the drive and the short amount of time. Actually, no, it's not even that. Okay, I'll, I'll come to well, I was trying to get to this and I was like, no, the real reason was I just didn't get enough sleep in my trip. And the reason I didn't get enough sleep, not to throw my friend under the bus, <laughs> was <laughs> so basically we got a hotel room and uh just a one <laughs> and it was a pretty big big ba- pretty big ba- big bed sorry and uh so we're we're staying in, we're sleeping in the bed and i i don't know why i just assumed rami was the kind of guy who didn't snore <laughs> <laughs> and boy was i wrong <laughs> i was like we go, went to sleep i don't know what time it was and then i think it was like an hour or two hours later it wasn't even immediately I'm woken up by this like absolute roar. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't even a. No- I was like, yo, I thought I was like, is my dad in the room? Like, what is, what is going on? It couldn't have been that loud. It was so loud. It was uh, the room was shaking. Oh, no, I, it the was bed not. was the shaking. Was- like everything was. I I was like seeing things. I was like, what is happening? It was crazy. And so, okay, at first I'm like, okay, I'll try sleeping through it. And it just kept going on. And then at this point, I was like, okay. And then I realized, I realized he'd wake up for microseconds if I just moved a little bit because, like, the blanket made quite a bit of noise. And so what I did, I was like, I'm going to keep trying to move. 
he'll eventually wake up for a little bit long enough for me to go back to sleep and so that's how i kept trying to sleep uh so that was the first night <laughs> and then I, i woke up and i told rami the story i was like yo man like since when did you start snoring so loud like what, what's going on he's like oh sorry i just got like i don't know he said his nose was stuffy or something i was like oh, i don't know I don't think that's the issue <laughs> sounds like sounds like fake fake news to me anyway so he's like oh, i'll do better next time i was like, all right fine so ne- next time we go to sleep and it doesn't i think he snored like once or twice but i think he decided to compensate for the snoring with just huge movements across the bed <laughs> <laughs> and so i don't know so what at one point he got really close to my face and then went back away then the other point he like literally threw his hands at my face <laughs> uh, he hit my head bro i woke up <laughs> i was like what is going on um and then the third night he was pretty good we didn't have any issues so uh that was my uh so basically my point of my tiredness actually wasn't the trip it was just the fact that i think i had lack of sleep mm, yeah because someone was snoring next, snoring next to you yeah 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 uh, my friends are gonna listen to this and be like i'm a huge complainer about this but they all just snore that's why oh all your friends oh my yeah, yeah all my friends from high school they're, they're huge snorers oh really all yeah. of them not all of them i think okay. like a couple aren't and then i had to request we went on a trip to turkey last year i had to specifically request the fr- <laughs> like to be like which one of you doesn't snore <laughs> and yeah do you think you're a light sleeper i know i i know the problem is me <laughs> i know a huge i understand <laughs> i do understand that a big part of this the problem does lie with me and the fact that i wake up at anything that happens But also, I mean, how do you sleep with someone next to you just snoring? No, no, snoring is too much. I feel that's like that's, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you have to have a special like skill to be able to completely sleep through that. Like, I actually, no, no. I think I think I can. I'm gonna interrupt you. I think I can. I can sleep through people snoring. Yeah, I know. I, I think people can do it. I'm just yeah. saying it's a, it's a skill. Oh, it's I, not that hard. Just be better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that I can hear well. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. You know, it's, that's extra funny because I actually can't hear. So it really landed um yeah. well with me. Oh, well, I mean, but yeah, that was my trip. It was a good trip. I still, I'm still shout. It was a free trip and it was good. So, I, I mean, I'm still thankful for Rami for the trip, but. So you wouldn't do it again? I'd have to get separate rooms next time. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't know. He did. He said he claimed that he doesn't actually ever snore. Like he's not a snorer. And this was a special, special like event that happened. Because his nose was congested. Because his nose was congested. Yes, okay. that's interesting. That's, yeah. So maybe I don't know. Mm. You know what? I used to sleep with my mum, and she not to throw her under the bus, but she's she's not a snorer, but she's a puffer. So she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she literally puffs, okay. and it's the most anno- actually yeah maybe I can't sleep through things. No, no, it was the most annoying thing. But you know, I I figured out a hack, right? And it's just, it's and there's the whole movement thing. You know how you said every time I moved, he stopped. Anytime you move or you tap them, they stop. So yeah. they don't, and they don't wake up, which is great. So I would keep like, tapping. Them. I was more like like hitting her, not hitting her, but I'd be like, you know, like every now and then I could just uh, just like smack her arm and then she'd stop. Yeah. So it's the whole, yeah. But for me, I think I, once I'm asleep, I'm like, I, it doesn't bother me. But if someone's snoring or like puffing whilst I'm trying to sleep, then I can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, and I agree though. Like, I think once no, you're but s- you you kept waking up from your sleep. Yeah, but I think if I was like tired enough and I fell asleep, and then they started snoring enough, I was by then I had been deep into my sleep. Yeah. I think you wouldn't wake up as much. I think mm-hmm. you wake up, but then you also easily go back to sleep. Yeah. Versus, I think I was obviously not completely asleep. Like, I mean, I was asleep, but you know, not, not deep sleep, not in REM or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I woke up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
What about you? How was your week? My week was good. Uh, I have no major, major, once again, nothing big happened. Oh, actually, I have I have an update from last week's episode. Well, okay. it's not my update to say, but... So, our team, our Oztag team had their first game last oh, yeah. week. Oh, yeah, they did. Neither yeah. of us could attend because we were both busy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we found out the results of the game. Oh, yeah. And it was an absolute bloodbath. It was, what was it, 22 to 2? Yeah, I don't know. I all I remember is like they won by 19 points. Yeah. Our team won by 19 we points. We won by 19. That means our team is absolutely ruthless. They are there to kill. Unless yeah. the other team was really bad. We're yeah, screwed. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's the... That's I'm a, stressed about this That is the pressure game. that's on us right now is yes. to maintain this kind of, these kind of wins. Yes. So that's M- for me, it's maintain any kind of win, but... You know, these kinds, sure. Yeah. We'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> really puts into perspective, huh? <laughs> I wonder if any of them have listened to the episode yet. You know what was really funny? I actually wanted to message to be like, like, hey guys, how did it go? Like, you know, but I didn't want to be rude in case we lost. Silly me to think we would have lost. Yeah, no, that was the same thing. Because the message, the message that came in the group chat after the mess, after the the game was oh well done guys like really good job let's keep trying to improve from here or whatever <laughs> and so i th- i genuinely i thought that was more of like a oh like we were really close to winning like if we just keep playing like how we're playing we'll get wins or whatever and so i messaged separately to our friend Krishy on 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 chat being like hey man like did we win or like what was the score and he's like no no, no dude we won <laughs> by a lot i was like oh okay my bad for assuming <laughs> yeah that was bad. Yeah. I mean, great, great job. Good good job, team. Yeah, good job, team. If anyone's really, really proud of all of you. Yeah. I'm just worried that if that was the message they got after they won, <laughs> what's the message they get after <laughs> they lose? <laughs> anyway. No, that's mean. Uh, I'm just, it's a joke. It's just a joke. I, I, I think everyone knows it's a joke. I hope, yeah, I hope <laughs> everyone realizes it's a joke. We're just stressed about our own positions in the team. Yeah. Um, our own performances. Yeah, performances. This, has, this has nothing to do. Not, this is not a judgment on them. It's yes. a judgment on us. We love our team. Yes. But we are scared. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that was it. That's pretty much all the updates from me. Okay, excellent. All right. Should we jump into the topic that we've already somewhat brushed on brushed oh yes that's the word (laughs) okay yes brushed on absolutely okay so i was watching a tiktok and i'm gonna read exactly what the what the tiktok said and there was like a big caption in the middle of the screen type situation and it said honestly i'm done trying to improve my life my hair was healthier when i was only using drugstore products my skin is clearer now that i just use soap my mental health got better once i stopped reading self-help books and i feel happier without a three-hour morning routine y'all are lying with like a crying face and it got me thinking actually it it resonated with me but it also made me annoyed because so i got acne in covid and it never went away and i never had actually when i was like 15 i got a couple of pimples and i started using this bar of soap it's literally a bar of soap and it fixed my my it was like three pimples and they were gone within like a week of me using that bar of soap so i've been using that bar of soap for religiously for like six years anyway so covid acne my acne came like i got i started getting lots of pimples and then I tried to use all these creams. It went away. It, anyways, it keeps coming back. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm going to religiously like actually take care of it. I'm going to stop using the bar of soap because clearly it's not helping. 
clearly I've been using the Mara for so, for six years and it was fine, but it's not helping now. So I'm gonna start like you know going to the dermatologist and using all the products that they say. But now my skincare routine is like seven products, right? Okay, no, it's not. It's literally like two in the morning. Actually, one in the morning and mm-hmm. like two at night. So it's not it's not that extensive, right? But it pisses me off because someone hasn't the audacity to tell me, have you ever just, every time that someone sees my products, they say to me, have you ever just thought about stopping all of this and thinking that this is making it worse and just using a bar of soap? Just, and then they have the audacity to tell me, just use it. Just for three months, just, just use the bar of soap. And that someone is willing if no one's already guessed. And it pisses me off because I'm like, I'm already t- I've already tried the the bar of soap thing right it's mm. clearly it's not working so now i'm trying to anyways it, it it annoys me because he has like perfect skin like there's not a single dot speck nothing That's on not his true. he has he doesn't even need like blush you have rosy cheeks naturally everything is perfect you're just gonna and get he, another now from this oh no <laughs> so now that you're gonna get a pimple you're gonna blame it on me I'm just saying it might not be pump i might not be just be pimple might no, be more no no it's not nazar because i'm not i'm not I'm not saying it badly, but I'm just saying, okay. you know, you don't know what we go through. You don't know what I've gone through. Can I make a comment? Yes. I I, I didn't just suggest a bar of soap. I suggested using a men's body shower gel. Yes. They're all three in one. The It doesn't have to be three in one. Just shower, the men's shower gel. You know? Because you use it on your face and it works. Yes, exactly. So you think that after, you know, you think that would work on me. No, no. I said you should test it. Because you've tested, you're testing things anyway right now, right? So but, but why not? No, no. Give my idea a test. No, that's not my how it works. Because you have to consistently stay with the products for them to work. Okay, They're not going to work within the first. How consistently have you been using them? It's only been like three months. Okay, no, but you're using them. But wait, no, no, no. no, no. You've been using products for a while now. No, no. I I started before when we went on that Tassie holiday. So what, six months? October. That was October last year. That's yeah, six months. So no, seven months. Seven months. Eight months. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So anyways. But look, my skin is clearer now, is it not? Okay, okay. No, the, no. There's no... Anyways, that's not the point. Yeah. Turns out, by the way, none of these products are going to work because I actually have some deeper-rooted issues. And now I'm on medication and my pimples are gone. So here we go. All of that for nothing. <laughs> and it was like $500 worth of product. It was so expensive. Anyways. And did the dermatologist tell you this from the start? Well, no, I actually didn't go to the dermatologist. I went to the facial people. So uh. they're not doctors. Right. And yeah. so they told you to get the products. Yes. <laughs> right. So the problem wasn't the dermatologist. <laughs> the problem was you. No, no, it wasn't me. No, no, because like these the facial people, like there's they have like all these posts on Instagram of people they've fixed, you know, the acne went from back. Maybe they didn't tell me that those people were also on medication. I don't know. Anyways, everyone everyone's different, right? Everyone's skin works differently. Some people just need creams and it stuff goes away yeah yeah no that's, that's true and so now i'm back on my bar of soap and my skin is clearer than ever also i am also on medication so you know that too contributes to it the point is this has been a very long-winded chat for no reason the point is that i was like this bar i'm back to the bar of soap and i'm living my best life actually another point to this is i used to wash my hair every single day right and then tiktok and the world kept telling me it's bad to wash your hair every day so i was like okay i'm gonna train my hair to not wash it every day so it doesn't get oily i hate my hair now i still like i don't wash my hair every day and i'm unhappy so i'm like who like why am i trying to be better in quotation marks when washing my hair every day makes me happy why don't i just do it right so why am i trying to be be better anyways and then I was reading the comments and people were basically saying that they rarely read psychoeducational books outside of work. 
because they're psychologists because they're not trying to do homework as an adult. And I was like, you know what? That's really right. All of these things that we do to be better is basically like homework for the rest of your life, like in your everyday life. Why? And then, I'm sorry, another comment before I let you give me your opinion on it. Um, Yeah. So someone said, I'm starting to feel like self-help books are a way to always keep us searching for more and never be happy with what we are. And on that note, these self-improvement concepts capitalize off humans and of a human's need to find meaning and purpose of life, which is very true. So what are your thoughts on it? Do you think that, I guess to a certain degree, trying to be better is a good thing, but what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think uh, I think there's two parts to this, I would say. I think there's, okay, depending on what the issue is, I <laughs> think there are things you should probably be better at. <laughs> so yes. the idea that you just leave yourself as you are and then never try to improve yourself, I think is a bit too far to one side and then the whole trying to constantly improve yourself trying to find ways that you can better yourself is again another extreme that i think people again social media and it's something that's perpetrated by people who obviously write these books make these videos you know because at the end of the day you're right where people are obviously just doing this for their own gain Mm. like that person who's writing that self-improvement book yeah he's going to help a couple people but like let's be honest the whole his whole industry is based on people not being good or deeming people not being good enough Mm. and they need to keep improving so it's like a vicious cycle right it's like you're still not even if you read this book you're still not good enough so i'm going to release another book after like three (laughs) years being like this is how you can become even better another three years pass and this is how you can even better so it's like a vicious cycle where the person who's obviously doing this he's just making you believe that you're not good enough Mm. uh where do i sit in this i think i don't know about like I think there's obviously things you can always improve on as a person. I think that that is it. That is the case. And you should always, I think where you can, where you see genuine in, in, issues, genuine issues, you should obviously improve. Uh, but yeah, I do agree that there is a point where I think everyone in your life is going to be trying to tell you that you can do this better. You can do that better. You can do that better. And mm-hmm. no one in your life is ever going to be satisfied with who you are. I mean, exactly. Not, so where do you, where do you know where to draw the line? Yeah. But I, th- I think that's the point. Like, I think like for me, like the realization came very, I think maybe my personality is that I always try to like, be the best person I could in front of everyone I know. And then uh, I think especially this year, like it's just taken a huge toll on me and like, I just can't do it anymore. I think obviously I want to be a, like, I, I want to be like this person that's like a, like a nice person and a good person and everyone likes and whatever. But everyone's expectation of you is very, very different. And they're never going to, you're never going to match everyone's expectation. You're going to let people down eventually. And I think my issue was that I felt the need to make everyone happy. And I couldn't, I couldn't accept someone being unhappy with me. Because you're a people pleaser. Maybe I don't know if I, I don't know if it's a people. You pleaser. have people pleasing qual- traits and qualities. I think it's more that I just feel like I need to get validation from people, mm. um, and just people think that I'm a good person. Mm. Uh, I guess maybe that people would consider that people pleasing. I don't think I'm a people pleaser mm. per se, but I just want people to be happy with me. For example, and if they're like annoyed at me or angry at me or th- that's something that they don't they're unhappy about, like it makes it really hard for me. Like I I go out, I'll try and do my best whatever I can, but then you realize that maybe you just aren't going to make that person happy all the time and they are going to be upset with you, you know? And I think you just have to, at some point accept that that is the case, that that's who you are. Maybe, maybe you're just not the person who's going to make that person always happy. For example, let's say. Mm. And at that point, I mean, yeah, you can improve yourself all you want, but are you just improving yourself just because you want people to think you just want this one person, this other person to think that you're like the best like you always making them happy, for example, like at the end of the day, like does it actually make me really happy that I'm changing myself and being a certain type of way because someone else wants that? 
I don't think so. Like I, again, like what you said, right? At some point, you are happy with who you are, and this is sort of who you are, and you want people to accept you rather than the other way around. Yep, for sure. It was really. I really wanted to take your opinion on this because I think it was a couple months ago, and I'm. I can't remember. What, I think we were sitting with some friends and we were talking, and you said, "I'm happy with who I am." Like I'm. I don't know what, I think it was this exact phrase in my head and I had it before, but I've forgotten now. And you, oh, you said, I like who I am. And it just made me so sad, but happy at the same time, because I was like, I'm really glad that you've reached a point in your life where you are happy with who you are. And then it made me sad that, you know, it took you so long to get to that point where you're like, you know, I don't, I don't want to change for me because people will come and go. Someone is going to want you to talk more. Someone's going to want you to talk less. Everyone wants something different and everyone wants something self-serving so at the end at the end of the day and maybe they're not even gonna be in your life forever so as long as you're happy with who you are i guess that's all that matters yeah i agree i think like to to a certain extent i think like i did i think when i got out of high school when i got into uni and i think there was a lot of uh i guess changes that i made in my life because i started reevaluating how i was as a person when i was in high school and I think my friends were very kind to me <laughs> and put up with a lot of my shit. And I think, I don't know, I think I got the idea from them or I think maybe, I think it was supposed to be university that, you know, maybe I'm not the best person in the world. Maybe I need to like change. And I think like, I think I think that like did have a, an effect on me. And I think I started like now, I started second guessing myself all the time. And I felt like, oh, I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing that right. And I, I think for the better, obviously, I think I changed and I'm probably a better person I am than I was then. But at the same time, it started becoming a, a huge thing in my life where I was constantly having to reevaluate who I am as a person, if I'm like, if I'm a good person or not. And I, I guess I'm kind of repeating what I just said before, but... Uh, you I pushed it too far to the other side then. Yeah, maybe. I think I started taking everything what everyone said, like, very seriously. And I was trying to, like, if anyone made any, com- uh, any kind, of, kind of comment of, oh, you're kind of like this, you're kind of like that, I'd be like, oh, I need to change this, I need to change that. And I think, like, at some point, I've just realized that okay i can only change so much i think i'm a pretty good person i mean if i can say so myself i don't know <laughs> obviously people will disagree agree but i think for the for the most part i like to think i'm a pretty good person and you know i try to be the best person i can to everyone i, I meet uh if it doesn't come across that way all the time like obviously I, I feel apologetic about it but now i think to a certain extent there's only so much i can do to make every single person happy and i'd like for once i guess i guess it goes back to the same thing like i like for once for people to be like to accept me version versus versus the other way around where I have to change myself to meet what other people think is okay. Do you think that I agree with everything you're saying, but I think it's a bit, I guess it comes back to you. There are things that I don't know. See, I'm, I'm two minds about it because like, I know that there are things I can be better at and I should do better. Like if someone tells you, for example, if someone tells you, Hey, you're being mean to me and like there's what do you do in that situation do you just say well i'm happy with who i am so i'm you know you just have to accept me being mean to you or do you then go to be like well no i should be better and it's i think it's a i think i find it very hard to find the balance between the two because i you know do want people to accept me for who i am but then am i just what if i'm not a good person right like how do or not even what if i'm not a good person but what if do you think that if someone is not happy with you, but you're happy with yourself, or even if it's multiple, or even if it's multiple people in your life who are not happy with the way you are, or there's something that they're not ha- happy with, but you're happy with yourself, then that means that those people 
are not the right people for you and you should find different people? Like, mm. what do you think of that? No, so I think like, I think that's what I, I kind of said initially. I think there are certain things that you do need to change about yourself if it is something like best brought up enough. I think like there's, so like for example, because uh, I think it makes more sense with the example. So for example, someone I know is a rather negative person, right? Mm-hmm. Every time a story comes up, whether it's related to them, related to someone else, doesn't really matter. But for some reason, they ch- they tend to point out the negatives a lot more than they would point out the positives. And I feel like that was a common occurrence that would happen whenever I would see them or their talk or I'd be around them. And at a certain point, like, for example, if I use that, I would say that's something that's kind of behavior you'd want to change. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a case of, oh, this is who I am. You have to accept me for who I am. Okay. Yep. I But mm, not to take away from your great story. Thank you for sharing. Mm. But that's obvious, right? Like, isn't that an obvious thing? What about the not so obvious things? Like, for example, what if it's the whole like um, one person one person puts in more effort than the other friend? Like you're friends with someone and one's always putting more effort in, the other person's not putting effort in. You know, they're not replying to your messages, or you know, they're not. They're someone is bad at communicating, right? Let's let's go with that. Someone's bad at communicating, so one person always has to pick up the slack. And then one day you get annoyed and you're like, "Hey, you're really bad at communicating," and then that person. Now, does that person have to change or are they like, well, this is just who I am. You've known me for 10 years. Just, you just have to accept this trait of mine, right? At what point do you know that this is something you should change and or this is something you're happy with? Yeah, but I think that's like on the person then, right? And yeah. I think that's, I think the smaller things then go back to who you are happy with being and who you're and what you want to change. It's, it's a, I think, I think you're right though. It's very hard. It's to, very hard. It's very hard to determine what is, what you should change and what you shouldn't. But I think it really depends on whether if you think that change will actually make you a lot happier or not. Yeah. But does it... Okay. I I understand. So like smaller things I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously. But does it matter if it makes you happier versus it makes everyone in your life happier? For example, I'll give my own example. I am terrible at replying to people. I don't reply for days, weeks. Like I will just not reply. And obviously this is across the board with everyone in my life. So everyone's... I guess, you know, people have mentioned it. And I guess they're putting up with it for now. But obviously, if I change that about myself, everyone will be happy. It's basically like one for me versus everyone in my life, right? So if I make this change, everyone's going to be happy. But I know it's not going to make me happy because I don't I don't, I don't, want to talk to people all the time, right? It's not something I want. And yeah. then, so like, is that something I should just be like, well, this is who I am. Everyone has to accept me. And if you don't like bad communication, then that's your problem. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Because Ugh, what, I don't know. I mean, so I think the the thing is, right, for me, it's like how long are you going to live your life or do things for other people versus for yourself, right? Like at what point, like if you're replying, <laughs> so the the your example, for example, <laughs> if you're talking to someone and you literally don't want to do it, like that's not good for the other person. Like if you're literally forcing yourself to reply to someone and you clearly are not trying to have a conversation, like it's not going to go well. Like that chat's not going to go well at all. Well, you just pretend. Yeah, but th- even the pretend, I think people can pick up on it. I don't think people are that stupid that they're going to think that you're having a great conversation <laughs> you're behind the screen, <laughs> hating your life. Like, I think it's it'd be very, very hard for that to happen. And so I think in that scenario, it actually makes a lot more sense for you to do what, what makes you happy because you'll get a better outcome from it rather than faking it and then trying to ha- have that communication. I think, like, at the end of the line, there's going to be a point where where it's going to go worse. It'll be way worse if you try to please everyone in that scenario than it would be if you just told everyone up front that, hey, this is something I can't do. And if you have a problem with it, that's cool. If you don't, cool. Oh, I just, uh, I guess I understand where you're coming from. And I agree with you. It's just hard. It's easy. As, no, no. It's, it's always. I mean, I'm I a prime <laughs> example. I'm literally the prime example of this. I've done it my whole life and I still tend to do it now. But 
uh, if I had to look at it from it now, like I a hundred percent have seen like multiple situations where if I had just been, if I had just made someone unhappy earlier on, things would have been a lot better at than whatever ended up being trying to make them happy for a little while or, and trying to be a different person or whatever. And then at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, this is actually not who I am. And then things go crashing down. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, great chat. Anyways, basically what's, what's the go? What's any, no, you know what the, what the reason I, this got a lot deeper than I wanted it to get deeper. I mean, I'm, I'm happy either way, but I was just going to say like, I'm, I'm done, but you know, I was going to get a Kindle because I wanted to read more self-help books. And then I was like, and every time I read a self-help book, it stresses me out because I'm like, well, it does stress me out because I'm like, I need to do all of these things. No, I like reading fiction books. I'm going to go back to my fiction books. Actually, I never start. Actually, I did start self-help books. But anyways, I'm going to go back to my f- fiction books. Yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, I, I, do, I, I took a very different tangent from yours, which was, <laughs> yours was like products. Bar of soap. Yeah, products and I'm washing trying my hair. to make yourself like look as, you know, aesthetically pleasing as possible, <laughs> I guess. It is true though. No, like, but I every, agree with the other part. Yeah, too. no, but even the other thing is like, oh, you need to like dress better. You need to like look like this. You need to look like that. You need to do this to make yourself like look more presentable or whatever. I agree. Dude, I just want to go out. Like if I want to go, someone wants to go out in their hoodie and their like trackies and whatever and be cool with it. Like that's cool. Like you do that. Like it's fine. Exactly. Like it, you don't, not, not everyone has to be the same kind of person all the time. Yeah. I started wearing makeup because I started, well, first because of the acne, but also because I started a professional job and I thought that makeup looks makes you look more presentable. And I don't like wearing makeup. I hate wearing makeup. But now I feel like I can never go back because everyone expects me to look that way. And if I don't look that way, then I'm going to look like I just woke up and got out of bed and came to work. Yeah. But I think this one's going to have to stick. I don't think I can go backwards on this one. I'm stuck <laughs> for life. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, I know a lot of people who've done that and then have transitioned back to not wearing makeup at all. So. Well, there was a girl at work and one time she was on a Zoom call and she just wasn't wearing any makeup and someone said, are you okay? You look ill. <laughs> <laughs> Ever s- I think I've mentioned this story in the podcast before as uh, well. I know you mentioned it to me before, but I don't know about oh, the okay. podcast, yeah. And so now she's always wearing makeup because she's stressed someone's gonna tell her she looks tired and ill which i agree with but anyways um yeah all right well might so you're happy with who you are overall i mean i think there's obviously things that can change no we just talked about that no but yeah yeah i'm saying generally yes okay that's uh, good there are still things that on a higher level yeah on a higher (laughs) level uh but yeah i think generally yes Small things I would like to change, of course. That's nice. Uh, but that's like a life thing. That's you're always gonna think you're always gonna find things that you would like to be better at or improve on. Uh, but I would like to think that yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with the kind of person I am, and hopefully, people will like me for who I am. <laughs> we'll see if that actually <laughs> is true or not. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Do you have any recommendations, Willie, for this week? I do not. I haven't actually watched anything this week or seen anything that i could recommend no so nothing you couldn't recommend going to canberra you wouldn't recommend oh i'd recommend going to canberra to anyone canberra is a beautiful city (laughs) lovely city people are so nice there (laughs) (laughs) every time recommending canberra to people just feels very fake you know what i mean yes it's more of a it's more of a city to live in than it is to visit that's for sure Yeah. yeah anyways i have a recommendation okay um my recommendation is a documentary that's come out on Disney Plus. Okay. And it's a documentary about Ed Sheeran, actually. 
Oh, really? Yes. And it's called The Sum of It All, which I absolutely love because, you know, his albums are all mathematical symbols. Yes, they are. Um, yeah. So the documentary is called Sum of It All. And it's, well, it's not about his life as such, but it's um, about his life over the past. Actually, it kind of is about his life. Yeah, but it's it. A lot of it does talk about his recent. So basically, on this note, Ed Sheeran has released a new album. It's called Subtract. It's this sounds like a plug for Ed Sheeran, like yeah, he as if he needs as if he needs plugs. <laughs> um, he doesn't, but yeah, he's my favorite artist, so I will give him all the free plugs. So a new album has come out called Subtract, and that's the final series on his mathematics albums. Um, and so it was a lot about how he made that album, that documentary, but. It was phenomenal. I had goosebumps every three minutes. So there's four episodes. Really? I think they're, they're, they're very short, actually. They're probably... Actually, they might have felt short to me because I was so hooked. I think they were about 30 to 40 minutes each. And every two minutes, I had a goosebump of anything he said or they played a song. I was in love with... I think I would probably watch this documentary over and over again because I liked it so much. Yeah, wow. Um... Yeah, and then I talked about basically a, a huge part of the documentary and a huge part of this album is about loss because he lost his best friend early last year and in the same month his wife was diagnosed with cancer mm. um, whilst she was pregnant. So, oh no. yeah, it was it was a really rough, rough time in his life and, yeah, it was basically this, yeah, he was just basically talking about grieving. It was so sad to just hear about how someone's life can just turn upside down so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that one I would, yeah, it sounds like a very good documentary. And also, yeah. yeah, that is very true. Even, I guess it's the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, like every celebrity in the world is human at the end and they all have the same problems that everyone else has. Exactly. I mean, they have more resources to deal with them, but <laughs> <laughs> it is true though. Like, you know, like it is, it is nice. I'm not nice to see, but it is interesting seeing, you know, that they also go through whatever other person will go through as well. Yeah. You know, it's not like the money is going to make it them feel any better be- when their wife goes through cancer or something, you know. Exactly. It becomes irrelevant at that point. Yeah. Or they lose a or friend. Or they lose a friend. Yeah. But just watch the doco, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and listen to his album, which I think a l- some people might not like because it's very heavy and somber, but it's great. I love it. Yeah. Please listen to uh, Etrian's uh, PR rep here. Uh <laughs> She's she's made the journey all the way from England to come and give us this <laughs> insight into Ed Sheeran and his life. So please do give him a listen. I have one thing to add. Yes, about Ed Sheeran. Just yes, about the documentary <gasps> okay. and Ed Sheeran. I don't think you'll like it though. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. It. I, oh, I literally don't okay. want to hear. Okay. It. No, matter. no, it's fine. Go tell me. No, no. I just think it's interesting. It's obviously publicity. I agree. Yeah, if that's what you're saying. That he decided to use his grief as publicity <laughs> and also a means to make money. So you know. no, actually, you know what? If you actually watch the doco, they say why um he they re- they agreed to do the doco because Ed Sheeran's been very private all his life, right? Like people yeah. barely know who he's talking to. But ever since his wife was diagnosed, they actually I don't remember what the reason was. But no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think that Ed Sheeran is also scared. And he said in the documentary that this album's not going to do as well as every other album because in every other other album, he always knew that this is the song that's going to take. This is the, you know, this is a hit song, you know. But in this, he doesn't think that. Okay, but I don't think that's what I was pointing out. I was pointing out more at the no, documentary. No, no, wait, wait, let me, let me finish. Oh, okay. And he doesn't think that. took a huge pause there. Sorry, sorry. And he doesn't think that. And so I think he's doing extra publicity. 
to make sure that the album goes well. So he's like, let me use my wife's can- cancer no. and my friend passing away to make sure that my album does well. To be fair, he's been filming this album for like, for this documentary for like years now. Well, not years now, actually, it started last year. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It doesn't sound bad. No, you're making it sound bad. It's not true. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll reach out to Ed's actual PR team <laughs> and we'll get a response. Because <laughs> uh, his representative right now is unable to answer the question. <laughs> So uh, we'll let you know what we find out from digging and why okay. Ed Sheeran decided to use his grief and uh, for capitalist gains. He said that he just wants to put it out because they want to leave a legacy. They want to leave more than just, I don't know, I can't. Yeah. I, can't, I, I think if, uh, to be fair, I think if you watch the documentary, you'll understand why. I just can't explain it because, you know, I'm not actually his a spoke person? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think everyone has reasons for what they do and they put a positive spin on it. I'm pretty sure he pays publicists a lot of money to know exactly what to say, but I'll believe you. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. watch the documentary. Yes, and then come back to me next and week. And I'll come back to you and I'll tell you, yeah, you know what? He should definitely have used his wife's <sighs> he didn't cancer use it. and no. him losing a friend. <laughs> no, that's silly. <laughs> to make a documentary. That's silly. Of his uh, creative process writing. Also, I love his wife. I'm obsessed with her. Like, absolutely obsessed with her. Okay. I love them too. I'm obsessed with him. Excellent. I know now. I now know where he lives because of the documentary, and I'm thinking of going there. I mean, the town he lives in, right? You yeah. wouldn't know his address. Yeah, but yeah. I think this is this is pretty common knowledge. I don't think I didn't know. I I, I, th- I, I just thought people didn't know. I think he talked about it in like interviews on mm. YouTube and stuff. Clearly, yeah. I haven't done enough stalking. No, I just remember seeing one thing about it. I can't. I mean, that was and that's like one of the one random videos I've seen about him. So mm. I feel like it's probably not very, not common. <laughs> I think this um my recommendation has taken over the majority of the episode. No, but that's no, no, okay. No. We love Ed Sheeran. Yeah, we listen, go Ed listen Sheeran. to the go. Wa- sorry, go watch the documentary because I'm sure it actually is very good. We'll yeah. find out how we feel about him. No, you feel about him. How I feel. Okay, clearly. Sorry, how <laughs> I feel about him <laughs> producing said documentary. Uh, but yeah, we'll let you know. Great. All right. All that's right. a wrap to the episode. Yeah, that's a wrap to the episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sometimes Good, Sometimes Shit podcast. As always, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. All our links are in our bio. You can give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you like us enough, obviously. And that's it from me. That's it from me too. All right, bye, Hanya. Bye, Oli.